Peace and love, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to Holla Back. This is your girl, Cash Money, a.k.a. Imani J on the airwaves. And you already know how it goes. We I talk to the community. I holla at them. They holla back at me. And we get some things going. So, you know, I had to invite the community to the podcast today. Community say whoop. Yes. And we're about to be talking about some interesting things today. But before we get into that, how y'all feel? Um, Sensational. Good vibes. Golden. Sensational. Emphasis on the sin. And a lot of sinning. <laughs> a little sinny sin sin. <laughs> a lot of sinning twin. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that sounds like everybody's in a good space and a good vibe. I'm feeling great myself, you know. But the hardships, you know, that come with life, the crazy things, you know, that come to us, that grow us in life has been happening a lot lately. It's just a factor of growth that everybody is going to have to come into in their life. Somebody is always going to have to meet a roadblock and have to get over it. So with growth comes with being grown, but not every grown person has grown. You feel me or you don't feel me? What y'all feel? Feel you on what age do you feel a person becomes grown or do you feel like it's age or do you feel like it's experiences facts i done made some childish ass 25 age years. doesn't define maturity right mm-hmm. definitely i'm 21 and I, i'm still not fully mature or yeah. as mature as i feel like i should be as a 21 year old mm-hmm. okay uh, I don't know about age. I think your spirituality or your consciousness, your level of consciousness. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up. Let's bring it back. I forgot to introduce the guests that I brought. Oh, yeah, you feel me? I forgot to introduce the community. Community, introduce yourself. It's Nodi318. <laughs> it's Denari, a.k.a. Nari Cortez. Jada Stokes. Petty. This is Kizzy Zanebo on the track. And you know, it's a cash money, a.k.a. Money J on the airwaves. So back to our conversation, we talking about what age do you feel makes you grown? Or even if age makes you grown at all. Um, and then back into what I was saying, mm-hmm. uh, I think your spirituality or your, your level of consciousness determines your uh, your age or like mm-hmm. where you are at a specific point in time. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So like, I could be an adult at 12 and I could be a child at 25 so I, I, I would say it's all about your local consciousness and awareness of mm-hmm. who you are what you are and what the people around you are I feel that and you were saying something yesterday about like your you see the age might be significant to you a certain age in your life might be significant to you but for somebody else depending on the struggles they had to go through or the lack of struggle a certain age might be significant for them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think Jada mentioned that as well, saying mm-hmm. that experience plays a role in that yeah. as well. So, like, your experience is a uh, helps shapes your consciousness, mm-hmm. or your experiences in life help shape your uh, your consciousness. Excuse me. So, if I'm a child and I have a lot more experiences than uh, this adult, you know, my consciousness level would be a little higher and my awareness would be a little higher than someone who's never experienced what I've experienced. Right. So 
that's uh, to kind of combine what Jada and I said, mm-hmm. like experience lead to your consciousness. So, mm-hmm. Right. Just because age ain't nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. Word to Aaliyah. Rest in peace. But yeah, I feel like age ain't nothing but a number. To be honest, depending on who the person is and like y'all all have said, the experiences and the spirituality that comes with it. But for some reason... Uh, my mama feels like I'm not grown until I'm 21. But I am. I'm obviously past 21. But legally, why in the black community is it, oh, you're not grown until you're 21? Um, oh. oh, it's not. I was I was taught it's not what age. My mom used to say, you're not grown until you own. Mm, you're not grown mm. until you own. You can be 30 to 40 years old, but you don't own anything. You don't own your own household. You don't own your own car. You don't pay no bills. So how can you call yourself grown or try to put down anybody when you don't have any, you're not an asset to the community at all? Okay, but look at this. That's the same reason they try to make people not be able to vote because they didn't own land. So it's like, if you don't own anything, like you said, what asset do you have in the community? So do you feel like that takes away your basic right to be grown or do grown things? Okay, so it comes to this topic. When you're in a household with your parents, mm-hmm. when you're in a household not doing anything, your mom, dad, whoever raised you is paying all the bills and you out here, you know, can't respect the household that you live in. What do they tell you? If you can't follow my rules, you can move out of my house. Mm-hmm. Once you start owning your old stuff, your parents can't tell you nothing. They can't tell you what to do with your car because you pay for your car, you pay for your insurance, you pay to fix it, you do all that. They can't tell you what to do in your house or your apartment because you pay the utilities, you pay the rent or mortgage if you're in an apartment mm-hmm. or a house, whatever. Once you're doing that on your own, they can't tell you nothing. They can't. 21 just means you're old enough to drink alcohol legally. Sorry. In some states, you could be less than 21. Mm-hmm. Or not say some true. countries, yeah, you could be 16. You could be 16. So my, mm-hmm. question, so my question to that would be, well, then at, well, at that point, who tells you what to do? Right. Because if we saying it, looking at it from Nari's point of view, I'm thinking of it as, oh, that's a dictatorship. Like, th- that's a dictatorship. At that point, it's, it's a dictatorship. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you telling me I have to move this way to stay in the house with you. What if I can help you out mentally or spiritually but also, or grow some other way and it, it mm. not be materialistic mm-hmm. okay take the example of a woman or a man who wants to stay in their parents house and does not want to leave literally wants to you feel me own a car own uh stocks like different things that require them to be grown but they still want to live with their parents and not own a house for themselves at that moment and possibly ever what would you say for that like how would that um they have everything else besides a home yeah like they just want to live in their parents house like they've never moved they never had the experience of being in an apartment or nothing i don't but they just want to live with their parents and be grown as well yeah i don't feel like there's a problem with that because in some tribes People never leave the home because it's supposed to be, okay, when you grow older, you stay. And then as your parents get older, you take care of them. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel like that's a problem. Just as long as you know what a responsibility is as an adult. Mm -hmm. You're responsible to know that you're not just supposed to be bringing anybody in this I mean, in this house. Because you know what I'm saying? That's not respectful of your elders. Or the children that are in the home also. Because there is some households that go in that order. So I don't have a problem with that at all. Okay, I understand. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. And to add on what I said earlier, when I mean as far as you being in the house, now that you are re taking responsibility for your parents as their old elders, you are the caretaker and your parents pass the house down to you. You know what I'm saying? And when you're working, because your parents didn't already work, they're taking care of the kids. And then when you come back, you know what I'm saying, that that and that's in some tribes. Okay. So how do you all feel about when you're supposed to leave the nest, aka the house environment? I know honestly in the black community it's as soon as you're able to go, they it's like you get pushed out. There's no okay, we're gonna teach you about finances, we're gonna teach you how to pay bills, we're gonna teach you uh, you know, how to fill out a money order. We're gonna teach you all these things that are necessary in order for you to survive on your own. And it's like, I feel like that's a common theme in the black community. Like us being pushed out of the home instead of nurtured to stay in the home until we are ready to go. Mm -hmm. So how do you feel about that? Well, I feel that as um, white people, they teach their children about stuff like that very young. Like, you know, they already set their children up, like at 12 years old, how to drive the truck and do all that stuff. So I feel like as a community, how can you really teach your child something that you really not well in? You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like as far as family, like... I'm not trying to say my mom's not good with money, but she she she's not well educated on that stuff to be able to teach it to me. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like there has to be a point where this youth or this generation takes on learning it by themselves and teaching our children. And I see that a lot. There's a lot more black owned businesses or people knowing that they want generational wealth or mm -hmm. to be able to pass down. But if you don't have the information as yourself, you know what I'm saying? How can you teach somebody else that? You know right. what I'm saying? Because you don't really know about it yourself until you made that mistake of, oh, I took this loan out and now my credit's messed up. Or, you know what I'm saying? And they had to do those mistakes just so our generation can learn. You know what I'm saying? I feel like as a community, we're getting better in this day and age with that type of stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I can vouch for that because I can actually say, my mom, in high school, my mom would ask me all the time. She would ask me, well, what did you learn today? And it wasn't so much on the aspect of what did you learn pertaining to school. It was more on the aspect of did you learn anything to become a college student? Or for after you get out of high school, like did you learn anything on that aspect? They didn't teach me how to write a check in high school. They didn't teach me how to balance my checkbook. They didn't teach me how to pay a bill. They didn't teach me how to fill out a job application. They barely taught me how to fill out a scholarship. My mama taught me about money. My mama taught me about the bank. My mama taught me about finances. My mama taught me about all of that stuff. Yeah. But, like you said, like, she don't know how to manage money. Dead ass. She doesn't. But she knows. She can tell you this is what you need to do. But she doesn't know how. Mm. So, yeah, that part is really changing. And more people in the black community need to get on that. Because, damn, it's like, dang. Mm. And we got our black kids don't even know what the hell to do after high school. They don't know how to pay their own bills. They mm. have to come back to me for me to help them pay their bills. Mm. Or we well, don't know how to save Right, mm. or that. Okay. Within the black community, we there are people who are becoming enlightened. Like, okay, we don't want to be like our parents. We don't want to no, 
keep doing that same thing that has had failed results so we're going to try something different and we're going to learn about generational wealth we're going to learn how to buy the block back and teach our kids how to buy that block and other stuff to benefit us but also i honestly feel like to further the conversation let's get into what we all probably may have like a take on with being grown and being in a relationship so because there's so many people who having grown-ass relationships but aren't grown themselves um i feel like being young and trying to have an adult relationship is very toxic for you know trying to go into life yourself because i feel like if you don't learn things on your own at first that type of pressure can really hold you back and distract you from things that you really like you'll get to you like say you get married at 18 right Mm -hmm. and you you really didn't know anything about what you were getting yourself into now you 40 with buku kids with this person that you know saying you didn't even really take the time to have experience and now you're sad at that old age and i'm only saying this based off what i've seen Mm -hmm. from like adults now and that's why you see more people are not getting married Mm -hmm. and you see a lot of people that were in generations ahead of us getting divorced Mm -hmm. and stuff because like people realize that at the old age oh we we was all getting married at like 20 21 19 18 like i know my my mother had my her my sister at 19 and like okay so do you feel like age really plays a part in your growth and the relationship you should have like it does age matter when it comes to relationships yes of course Consciousness, back to what I said again with the first question, your, mm-hmm. your spirituality or your level of consciousness mm-hmm. uh, determines your marital status or relationship status. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it determines your age. So, with that being said, if I, uh, and then that goes back into what we were talking about with being grown, like mm-hmm. it has to be one, we have to take the responsibility of learning what needs to be learned. You feel me? And the first thing that I feel needs to be learned or relearned is our spirituality. Is because that is something that we, we knew, but they took it away from us and we are not taught that again. You feel me? We're taught a religion and we, religions are for us, but a spiritual, like we're not taught spirituality. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So when, when we, um, you have some kids who find that responsibility, who are able to, to hone in on that responsibility, but they can't hone in on the respect. So now I'm a grown child. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? I take the responsibility of the adult and I'm acting as an adult, mm-hmm. but I'm not respecting the adults, the true adults. You feel me? Because in my head, my consciousness, I'm grown. You feel me? And then, and when that rolls over into the relationships, if I'm a kid, 16 years old, but I got to pay bills, put food in the house as a kid, if I'm doing all the same things an adult is doing at 32 and I'm 16, I'm you grow, I'm grown. You feel me? Right. I'm considering myself grown because we doing the same. We doing the same stuff. Mm-hmm. How? Why am I considered a kid and you are grown and we pay? We both paying bills. We both we both putting food on the table. Mm-hmm. So why can't I fuck like you? Hey. Why can't I have a relationship like you? Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that morality comes in. And then with uh, as far as age, you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. that spirituality really will direct you because it's like if we're on the same level spiritually. Nine times out of ten, we probably gonna be on the same age. I mean, same. We probably gonna be in the same age range. You feel me? Based on experiences, and that's where they get the uh, whole. They break us down by times. Millennials, mm-hmm. like they group us together based on 
common experiences. Okay, and can you elaborate on the whole spirituality thing with basically how you said with the example of you're I'm 16, you're 32, but I'm doing the same things that you're doing mm-hmm. and I'm capable of doing it. Why can't I do it like you or, you know, consider myself grown or you feel mm-hmm. me the most mature at my age? How does spirituality come into how does that play a part in knowing if you're grown enough to be in a relationship or to to be serious? Um, to tie in what I was saying earlier, um, when I was 16, I talked to somebody that was 30. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm 22, I realized that I was ridiculous for that first. But you weren't me, ridiculous me for did, that. The yeah, other person, yes, yeah, they was yeah, they were very course. out of line. But what I was thinking when I was 16 is that okay, well, if I'm old enough to do this, and I feel like I'm smart in my brain as far as a conscious level, then mm-hmm. I feel like this. I feel respond. I know he's 30. Like you know, what I'm saying? I know I'm 16. He knows I'm 16, mm-hmm. and I know this is not okay. But same sense, I trust my, I trusted myself enough mm-hmm. to know what was, what was happening in everything around me. But mm-hmm. also, like I said earlier, enlightenment is within yourself. Right. Wisdom is how to deal with other individuals. So I feel like if you don't have that experience, you don't have the wisdom to mess with somebody that probably didn't throughout them 10 years that separates us or through those 15 years that he's experienced with other women I still haven't even experienced that with other men to know certain situations or whatever I was putting myself into you know what I'm saying I didn't have the wisdom for that okay that makes sense so so. your spirituality and your wisdom where you basically where you are at consciously at that time because like you said of course, you are very aware of, okay, this person is this age, you're yeah. this age, and how that could have played a part. Mm-hmm. But there is some people who feels like they're grown, and there's older people who kind of condition so, them to where they feel like, okay, I am old enough to do this. Mm-hmm. So can I- And then in the future, it's like, yeah, I'm finna let you talk about it. So in the future, it's like... I feel violated like wow I was taken advantage of and I didn't think of it because my because spiritual so basically you're saying spirituality your spirit your spirit in having that healthy spirit is going to dictate whether you know where to go through with this or not yeah, okay. we was there we was so, there yeah. we was there but now, wisdom wise like as far mm-hmm. as dealing with this motherfucker I, yeah. I don't know I'm 16 you know it's yeah. things that you doing that's like okay well how, what am I supposed to do now you know what I'm saying because mm-hmm. it's like I don't have that experience. You gave the perfect example. Like, I mean, the situation was what it was. Mm-hmm. But it was exactly explaining what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So now your spirituality, or you took on that responsibility as a kid for yourself. You have that responsibility of my body, myself. I know my body. I know what I like. I know, you know what I'm saying? I know what I want. And I want that 32-year-old or 30-year-old man. Like, that's... that's Not a lot of people have that consciousness at that age. Yeah. You took that responsibility of yourself and say, I I know I'm not going to endanger myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To to my Mm -hmm. knowledge, I'm Mm -hmm. not endangering myself. But Mm -hmm. to this person's knowledge, because that man is 30 years old, you know how the world works. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? You know you messing with this kid is putting yourself at risk. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So that's where that responsibility or that respect for your age in him was un- was mm-hmm. was was right. uh it was a discrepancy in himself. You see what I'm saying? So it wasn't an imbalance on your part mm-hmm. as as such on his mm-hmm. and his spirituality and his moral compass as an adult male mm-hmm. that's been on this earth for thirty years. 
and you know how this like you know you what's know morally correct right. and what's morally incorrect and mm. you doing this if you have no something in, if nothing inside you was like mm, I shouldn't do this mm-hmm. you you said something wrong with yeah, you yeah and that's where that spirituality still comes you, to play the disconnect. lack of exactly mm. the lack exactly the lack of, the lack of that spirituality okay like, so I have a question so I would say it's more like age age matters to like more of a biological standpoint but age doesn't determine like for example what Petty was saying now you could be 16 years old doing the same as I did a 30 year old is doing that's more of the knowledge and respect to know that you can't put a time limit on your life everybody everybody's journey is different some people could be grown with a family in a happy household at 18 some people don't get that till they about 45 almost 50 if you have the maturity the respect and the knowledge to know what goes in a relationship like there's some relationships now is like in the black community there's some people that's the age difference is about 10 11 years but they in a happy relationship doing what they're supposed to do got kids have y'all seen how the age difference between beyonce and jay-z oh yeah, yeah. Like, no one like says nothing about that jay-z was then beyonce she's a teenager and yeah. he, you know he and, was grown and, and that was right back to my question because y'all all made very valid points and i really want to know the answer to this question like stay as true to yourself as possible and please don't try to think of no society-based stuff because this is a serious question i want i want to know the answer to it Using your situation, mm-hmm. you're 16, this guy's 30. Mm-hmm. This guy has never slept with a woman before. He's literally still a virgin. He gets nervous if he mm-hmm. takes a woman out on a date. Like, he doesn't have that experience. Mm-hmm. How would you go about that then? Because so look, saying what Damari just said with the whole Beyonce, Jay-Z thing, it makes mm-hmm. sense to me. It's like, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. Okay. But you're using Kizzy's situation, right? Yeah. With her being 16. Well, so the those same, I'm, I'm, so the same, I'm the same the experience. numbers. Okay, so aside from that particular experience, if there is a grown adult that has not um, gone through the experience of intercourse or flirting or something of that level of intimacy with someone ever, and they try to do that with somebody who is not of age that shows their where they're at mentally mm-hmm. and that's also the lack of spirit because you can have anxiety and still want to and get nervous as an adult right. and still engage in intercourse with another adult not that 16 year old even though that's where your mind is at that's where that's a that's a that's a shysty situation right, like yeah. no you don't need to be trying to that's where you become a a predator because you're intimidated by the people your age now and the people who are younger than you you feel like there's a connect but also that's where you're most comfortable with. so you're also having a one up on that situation mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i feel like aside from society and what they feel i feel like nah you you're it's, it's taking advantage of the situation well, uh, so I would so to piggyback on Imani point, I would say like for example, we all on the college campus, right? We all know the old heads that come from homecoming and all right. that mm-hmm. that try to prey on the freshmen Definitely. and all that try to go after them. You know, they thirty, almost forty, trying to prey on eighteen, nineteen year old because they know if they try to go after somebody their age, they can't easily manipulate them, influence them to get them what they want to do, and they know a lot of women that are younger automatically they see older man right. money 
sugar. Cause. See, and that's why, when I, that's why when I asked the question, I asked it in the way of don't society base it. Mm-hmm. So you, like she said, you can be 16. I, I have the same spirituality as you. We're here spiritually. We don't have the same experiences, though. So try not to base it around society. And it's like taking me back to the Jay-Z and Beyonce thing. It's like, well. Just me? I wouldn't do it. If you scaling back down to that. How you but feel that about person it? Right, so how, you, how, how, how do you really how feel about is, it? How old is Damien? Or, I think Beyonce was like nine. Oh, no, he was talking to her. All right, so I would say this from if we're not doing yeah. society standpoints, if we're doing from ourselves, from our experience, how would we feel about that? Me, I wouldn't do it because I feel like, like the age I'm at now, I I don't get anything from messing with a teenager. I get nothing. Right. I like to go out and party. I right. can't take you to the club with me at 16. You got you ain't even old enough to buy yourself a bottle. I can't do what what I like to do for fun. You can't do it and with that's me. That's what. And it, it's not even on a. It's not even on a sexual. It's not on a sexual Boom. preference. It's more just on the social. Who I am as a person. Who I want in a woman. I can't do nothing with you. Right. I can't. I can't do. Begin dating to two thousand one. How old were they? But but yeah. So at the, so at the same time, like now, if I was. Still, if I was like 17 messing with like a 14 year old, y'all still on the same level and do the same exact things. It's a three year difference, even though, you know, I, my birthday was late. So I was in middle school at 14 because See? I was born in December. Okay, so, okay, let's get into this then. The. I disagree with that. Double standard. Beyonce said he disagrees, y'all. He wanted to put that out there. Oh, oh. Okay, so the double standard between men and women of young age, or should I not say men and women, young women and young men of young age, and the whole sugar daddy, sugar mama, like, phenomenon. Like, okay, at a, for, a, for a, a 14-year-old guy, having a 30-year-old woman want to trick on him and, you know, be with him, that they people be like, ooh, I got me a little whoop, I got me a little sugar mama, and she's she's splashing on me, but she's taking advantage of the situation. But then you got a fifteen year old girl, and there's a guy who wants to be her sugar daddy, and then it's like, yikes. Okay, well, from my perspective, since I <laughs> dated somebody that was thirty when I was sixteen, mm-hmm. from my me personally. I feel as if I'm an intellect and I am very intelligent. Mm -hmm. So when he met me, it was almost like he was just confused because he was thinking I was, you know what I'm saying? I know, first of all, when I was 16, I didn't look 20. But you know what I'm saying? I didn't lie to him about my age, but I was getting 21 up clubs when I was 16. You know what I'm saying? But that's solely based off the connections I had. Like, niggas Mm -hmm. was, you know, there was an idea in us and stuff. But it's just, it was... It was just more of, I wanted to learn more than I did. I I knew I could ever learn about people that were my age. I never connected to people that were my age because I was just, I felt like I was always so ahead. So like everybody I messed with when I was in high school was always like mad older than me. Yeah, like, cause I was mature. Like I was mature. Like I was not... Messing with no little whoop the whoop whoop, I, you know what I'm saying? My dude pulling up, like picking me up, like I'm like I'm not messing with y'all, like you know what I'm saying? Because it was just childish 
You know what I'm saying? Now I'm 22. It's like, okay, I wish the damn my my daughter would talk to a 30 year old. You got me messed up. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like because. If you are pulling up to someone's high school to pick them up, yeah, or, and now I'm that, older, that's, it's like, oh, that's, okay, that's kind of weird. Yeah, that is weird. But when I was sixteen, I wasn't thinking about it. Like but that, with you know? this whole sugar mama, sugar daddy thing, that is a whole another way to prey on somebody. Yeah. So that is just it's another just, tactic to prey on somebody. It's just, it's just the double standard comes from even now money is involved. It's 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 even as it's even as we younger. It's just like. So if a if a young if a young man gets an older woman, it's like glorified, especially like with friends. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you got an older girl, like mm-hmm. that that happened. Even sometimes the sugar mama, her homegirls pulling her, like, well, you got a young man, girl, like, okay, like I see you. And then the, you know, <laughs> vice versa, it is like for real. And then vice versa, you get the the old the old dude, and then you got the young girl, and it's like, oh, you a pred you a predator, eh, whatever. Picking up from the school, it's just we have to hold each other accountable on both ends and stop over sexualizing women and stop glorifying men for do stuff give hold the same accountability for both yeah. for both right. genders so if it's wrong in one way it's wrong in another way just because the gender switch yeah. that doesn't make the that doesn't make the situation but right if it's right for one don't mean it's right for, it's all. Right for all right so yeah true that's another thing that's the reverse side that we fail to look at we like we, we look at a lot of situations one-sided like you said or then like i yeah like, we take it one side at a time instead of taking it as a whole you feel me like we break it we break it down and we divide it to try to hold it but it's like hey i gotta take this whole thing for what it is as a whole and then say so then because in some cultures people get married it is you you can have three wives and they all be 16. That's right. That is true. It just mm-hmm. if you got the money for it. Mm-hmm. And the parents will send you their daughters. Here. On me. Here she goes. to it. And then my yeah. friends, like, I know my friend couldn't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't even telling nobody. Like, it was not, yeah. I didn't feel like it was nobody's business. But yeah. I know, like, some of my friends, they wouldn't be able to do something like that. Because right. they, they wasn't, mentally, they wasn't but, here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, they have to mess with people their age. It was like, but I, you know what I'm saying? I was never around. Like, it was like I was around, but it really was, I was always off doing my own thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? To the point where it was just like, this is something, this is a venture I knew I could t- take on my own. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, so that goes on more with, because Imani, the question is talking about the double standard of the sugar mama, sugar daddy, young man, young woman. Yeah. And you say, you know, what some is right for others, my name. So let's let's take it back his way. Okay. If a young man loses her, his virginity at a young age, which is very common in the black community, loses mm-hmm. his virginity in middle school, what happens? Homies glorify him, like, oh, like you a player, you a pimp. Okay, now reverse or, it. Or, or, because it's multiple, it's multiple cases where, okay, because it's, it's two sides to that. Because some some may glorify, but others may be like, what? You but we talk we, we talk we talking about well I'm I'm going off of my sure. experience. I'm going off of my experience. Right. Okay. So when you go so when you go from a, a young woman loses her virginity at a young age, let's say she loses at middle school, freshman year of high school, whatever, yeah. she she's like stomped upon, called yeah. all types okay. of out her so, name, all types. But it's like is all the all that happened was the I gender switch. Yeah. Okay. That was it. So to be Okay, so from the woman's perspective, yes, women and young girls are harsh on each other because the woman is held to a standard that a guy is not held on. For example, my mom always said, you can't do stuff that your brother does because you're a girl. And I'm like, why can't I do what he does? Or you feel me? Why can't I stay out late? He stays out late. Why can't I do this? Because this person is doing it. So I feel like 
when it becomes I feel like just throughout culture it's the male can hold his own but the woman has to go through all of these different factors to determine if she should lose her virginity like the virginity is held at the most value it's like a gym to people it's like a it's like a sub like a invisible gym that hinders women though i feel like it hinders you because now you're placing a value on somebody just because they had sex or didn't have sex at a young or older age for women for women yes for women but for men who have their virginity still but for men it's like oh bro you was up in that like what's up and then they're trying to it's a game now and now it's like okay well then this other person i got up in her guts i'm finna get in this other person's guts and or okay bro you did that okay so i'm finna talk to her friend and i feel like that's how it goes so as you two being men how do you feel okay let's talk about the initiation into sex for you guys as the next topic so as men what was your initiation into sex like and when i say initiation i'm saying like what experience did you get that eased you into sex so the edge so the edge so it was a more like that exposed you into sex not initiated you into sex what were you exposed to that made you want to start having sex well okay so me i I always hung around older people like my older cousins i was all that so you know the main topic you know when teenage boys and you know grown men talk about is sex women they've been with blase blase so you hear about it as a young child and you think to yourself what are they you know you want to be part of the conversation so you want to experience it you like what what is that so now in your mind it's like dang i gotta have like i want to have sex. what i want to experience what are they talking about what are they talking about and then when you finally experience it and then you realize now don't get me wrong sex is nice but it's not people amp it up and put it on this high pedestal like you have to have sex you have to get it when it's like you don't you don't need it Mm -hmm. it's good it's good to get sometimes but (laughs) a lot of especially your young kids can't handle the responsibility that comes with sex sex is a high responsibility to have that people don't understand there's so much stuff that comes with with sex that people just don't get your life you're putting your you're putting i'm trusting you with my life when i have sex even if even if you wear condom birth control all that i'm still putting my life mm-hmm. in danger with you stuff happens birth control stops working condoms rip like you we got stds you know pregnancies and you're not ready to have a child like there's so much stuff and a lot of young age like especially like middle schools high schools don't know they just think peer pressure i gotta have it everybody keeps talking about it i got it it's like the same thing like when new jordans come out new shoes everybody wearing the shoes i gotta get them i'm trying to be cool i'm trying to be on the same status as mm-hmm. them so with my experiences is more like you gotta have now i lost mine at a very very early age i look back on it and say dang i wish i didn't did that i wish i would have lost my virginity to somebody i cared about because i lost mine in middle school and the person i lost it to was 18. Mm. so it was just now i look back on like dang all that happened to you was you was raped that's 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 really all that happened so it's just i just it's just now it's just that it the education that be in that comes into sex not even just like sex at all that just come into it has to be more responsible especially like in the age and understand not necessarily tell somebody don't have sex because you're gonna you're you're gonna do what you're gonna do anyway right. like parents try to tell you don't have sex until marriage which is definitely not true because parents was definitely doing their thing <laughs> before they get she's not lying she's not like my mom my mom had me at 19 years old so i know you didn't wait till marriage before you had me my mom grew up as a single yeah. parent i know you didn't wait till marriage but my mom also taught me to 
what everything that comes with it. She's like, if you're gonna do it, this is what this A, B, and C, this come this is what it comes with. I want you to make sure when you do it, be protected. I want to make sure when you do it, are you ready to have a child? Are you ready to do this when you go into this? Think about think about right. the consequences. And that I feel like the lack of that conversation or not um having a relationship on that basis with your child or whoever it is that you are the guardian of kind of can hinder you because i'm not even gonna lie my initiate although i was i felt like i was old enough i made the decision okay yes i'm gonna go through this because i was in the moment it wasn't like a pressure but it was just like i had no intentions but it happened you feel me it wasn't nothing like negative like that but the things surrounding it like i didn't know what i was getting myself into yeah i felt like i'm old enough to partake in this activity yes it feels good but did i know all of the stuff that was going to come with it no so i would say as a woman my initiation into it or my yeah my initiation into it wasn't a good one like i got jumped in it wasn't like okay this is what you feel me do you do you accept these charges (laughs) collect call from uh (laughs) some some county jail do you accept these calls and yeah it wasn't like that it was like okay this you're diving head first i went face first head first into it yeah uh so i was exposed to like body parts early on Mm -hmm. so like i grew up as a big brother father figure pretty much so i watched up with my little sisters and brothers, you feel me? Like we, I took showers with my brothers back back when in there. You feel what I'm saying? So I seen a penis that wasn't mine before I was exposed to sex. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? But it wasn't. This is my brother. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm not thinking of it in like a sexual manner. And fortunately enough, my brother wasn't looking at me that way. Either. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So we were able to yeah. exactly. So fortunately, I was exposed to me and my brother. We two years apart. So mm-hmm. we. We've been, me and him, it's me and him against the world, you feel me, since mm-hmm. I can remember. And then I had a little sister, so now I'm exposed to a different body part, changing diapers. Like, I have to change their diapers. My mama work 12 hours out the day, you feel mm-hmm. me? I don't see you all day. So, we get home from daycare or school or whatever, I'm changing diapers still, making bottles. You feel what I'm saying? So, I was, I took, like, to go back to what I was saying at first, I took on the responsibility of my own body. And you know what I'm saying? But I, what I did, what I will say, I neglected the respect for my counterpart's body you feel what i'm saying because mm-hmm. i didn't know i don't i didn't know how it works so when i was exposed to sex like i was like you know, my first time seeing sex was on a porno in the back of a van on a tv uh so like <laughs> that was like it was hard it was like yeah pound like- so like that's Pound town. Like, that's where... Explicit. That's yeah. how it's supposed to be, yeah, like, so like, GMO sex. But it wasn't even... It was no talking. It was, like, close <laughs> up. Black. It was, and I think... Okay. I guess that's why I like black women. Because I remember vividly. Like, it was a black guy, black woman. Fuck. Yep. Having sex. <laughs> <laughs> sex. You feel yeah. what I'm So, I'm looking and I'm like, oh. Okay. That's what this... Down there for her. Mm. <laughs> Next time I get the opportunity... I know what to do. You feel mm. what I'm saying? And then, like like you said, you just jump into it. It's like instinct takeover at that point. Like, we are, like, you know, we we not too far from animals or, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to that, or reproduction. Right, yeah, like, thanks. we all, all life is reproduced the same way. Uh, a sperm and an egg, you feel me? So, like, as far as, like, the intercourse part, that's natural. Like, I do these movements as I'm walking. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or, like, you feel me? Like, I don't, yeah. that's natural. Like, you feel yeah. me? So, it's like, 
the actual act of doing it was was no <laughs> a conscious act, if that makes sense. Like it yeah, it just seemed normal. Yeah. it just seemed like normal. that's how it goes. Fast. Exactly. Even though I was very very young, okay. so I got exposed through porn. Fucking HBO, uh, HBO at night would come on. And I really just watched that. Like I would just watch it. Like like honestly, I don't know. It, and it, it and I didn't. I really had to face these type of demons. Like you know, like probably like two years back mm-hmm. when you really deep digging deep digging mm-hmm. your psyche as to why you act certain ways. Mm-hmm. And it's like as a child when you are watching something like that, it's. It, it simulates you like like really yeah. honestly i could say i at that young age i was getting turned on by watching that but i didn't know and you don't really know your body yeah to where it's psychologically like, like i think it's either the behaviorist perspective or i forgot but sigmund freud sigmund mm-hmm. freud he's a psychologist mm-hmm. or psychoanalyst he basically was saying like there's basic stages of um of what you feel so basically uh there it's different things like the phallic stage or the latent stage or something like that mm-hmm. where it says like when you're a little kid when you're like zero to two newborn to two the stimulation you get is because you're getting breastfed and then when you get older as a kid some things that could stimulate you are going to the bathroom because now you're you're noticing what your your body parts are doing like if that like you not stimulated but become aware you become aware of what it is especially if you know you're going to the bathroom you're curious that like there is this white girl i remember like i remember this distinctly and it was like what stopped me from doing like you know what i'm saying doing all that was because like the fear of it because i remember one time my parents had walked in and they seen and they Make sure when y'all wake up in the morning, y'all change the channel like mad because you know what I'm saying we pretend we sleep when you know what I'm saying the, you yeah. know what I'm saying stuff. Come on, so I knew it was bad. Like, mm-hmm. but this white girl in my class, she had a skirt on and she was like spreading her little cookie. I'm talking about this is kindergarten. I'm talking about we four, five years old, and she's like look under the table. And so me and this boy look at the table and we like oh no like and I was just like she was like you do and I was like no because I you know I got ass whooping when I was little so I'm not playing that you know what I'm saying and stuff like that or like little kids but you know like when I think about stuff I'm like kids really be getting molested and yeah, like, like you know what I'm saying that will influence them and they will bring it on to different things like oh I humped this girl at the playground true. I was humping her behind the slide no, I'm like seriously, honestly that exposure initiation that was my initiation not knowing it yeah. and I think I had talked to you about that I talked to Imani about that like a while back not even knowing it that was basically molestation that yeah. was my that was my Mm-hmm. Initiation yeah. into it though. It's my it. cousins being yeah. extra, extra explorative and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And it usually happens between family members. Like I miss my friend. Because uh, there's that lack of supervision because right. it's okay, y'all are all family, but, but reality we are in the world where we take in different things from school. Yeah. Like there's different people from different backgrounds Facts. coming to school. So school. now you have us in school. Yeah. We're not around our brothers right. and sisters yeah. no more. We're around people who are possibly getting molested in their, yeah, own, homes, their own homes. Who are watching pornos because they found the tape in their house. And mm-hmm. now that's their, their you know, yeah, like trying to explore right. it. 
to the point you don't even remember it anymore and then you act out of certain ways and don't know what it's stemming from but you realize like that was what that was stemming from and you know what I'm saying it's just hard it's like you gotta fight them demons cause it's like oh I don't even want to think about that you know what I'm saying like I don't even want to think about stuff like that that happened but it's like you know once you face it it's easier to talk about it or like you know what I'm saying bring it to the forefront cause it's just like you know what I'm saying as a child you don't know you don't you know what I'm saying so it's like it's like I mean yeah, I'm not mad at you, but you know, cause I didn't even know, you know what I'm saying, what was going on. You know right. what I'm saying? It's just... To be honest, we can't be afraid to have the conversation with our kids. Yeah. Um, whoever, whatever, whatever, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Because we know eventually, like, if I don't know who wants to have kids in here, you know, when you have kids, eventually we can't live by the stigma like, you know, wait till you're married we know that's not yeah, gonna try they're gonna not, do what they're gonna do but also you can't do the dictatorship like no you can't have sex because yeah. i said so blah blah because that's gonna make if someone tells you you can't do it that's gonna make you, you do it more that's gonna more. make you want to do exactly. it more just because kids are rebel kids are rebels kids are gonna do the opposite of what you say because they want to see what you're talking about they want to be like why you keep telling me i can't do it about blah 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 so it's just we gotta have the conversation with our kids like explaining explaining educate them show them and like petty was saying develop that trust Mm -hmm. with your kid and able to come to you when you have questions because you know as parents we don't want you don't want to see your child do it because in your mind all you see the innocence in them you still see the that's you know that's your even when they get older you still like that's my baby that's my question you know what i'm saying what's up so how do they how do they do that how do they go about doing that okay so i know like Usually it gets to the time when they be like, because I know what she was talking about seven four. I know like when you get like an adolescent, when you get like preteen, teenager. That's you know for I don't know how it is for women because women and men's bodies are different. Yeah. So I know with like men's bodies when we start going through puberty, you know organs start changing, you know all that, and that's when your feelings really start coming in. You need to have that conversation at a young age, introduce them. I know it's gonna be uncomfortable because they're young and they're not gonna understand too. They're gonna be like, "Ew, like mom and daddy, why are you telling me about that?" But it's still. You got to get out your comfort zone and t- and put that in them because if they don't, they're going to go experience it for themselves and not knowing they're going to go around and may- might make a mistake that might damage them for the rest of their life. Because they could, let's say they lose your son or daughter loses their virginity. But the first time they lose their virginity, now they got HIV. Now they got AIDS. Now they got because they didn't have the ed- or they're, or they're or they're pregnant and, you know, they can't raise a child. But that. Now, see that that sounds like fear tactics to me, because now I want to I want because I want my kids to understand that sex is natural. Right. Sex is a natural event. You mm-hmm. feel me? So uh, to a little bit like elaborate on what the way I believe it should go is like, OK, if I'm a young child, children are naturally inquisitive or curious. Right. So if I'm a young boy, my my child, two, like three, four, you know, young, I'm gonna surround you with little girls. You feel what I'm saying? I'm going to, you know, like your mother will be responsible for showing you a mother's body. You feel what I'm saying? Or a woman's body, and I will. I'm responsible for showing you how to treat a woman's body. Mm-hmm. You feel me? If you're too rough with that woman, I, now I'm the father. I have to show you, like, no, we're not rough with women's body. You feel me? Like we're gentle. Yeah, and then I teach you about your own body. Like, you're not gentle with your body, you're gentle with a woman's body. And then right. I show him how to deal with a man's body. Right. And how you deal with your body is how you deal with every other man. Right. You feel me? How you treat yourself. So, I agree. Well, I agree well, with you on that. One moment before you go yeah. into responding to yeah, Petty's thing. 
I know we're deep into this conversation. However, I'm going to conclude this segment. And then we have a part two if you want to check out episode eight, part two. Stay tuned and tune in. Yay. We're ending this episode. Say bye to the people who's done bye. with this. Peace, Peace out. out. Peace and out. And meet us on the next one. We dropping gems. We talking about stuff that's uncomfortable. We get into it.